Welcome to the So Powerful Podcast. This is your host, Jan Cancilla. You know the sound of my sewing machine means it's time for another episode. So, let's get started. Hello, today we are speaking with Kathy Simonson, and Kathy is a volunteer with So Powerful. She has had the opportunity to travel to Nambe Compound in Lusaka, Zambia, and we're going to hear all about that trip she took in 2016. Kathy, how are you today? I'm fine, Jan. Thank you. Thank you. Um, you, you wrote a story, and it's published in uh, both the first and second editions of the We Are So Powerful book, and the name of your story is My Visit to Nambe, and I just found it fascinating to read. Um, you start out by saying that you're a retired empty nester. Tell us about this. What, what are you retired from? Um, I was a medical technologist, and so I worked in hospital and clinic laboratories, uh, running laboratory tests, drawing blood, etc. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so you're an empty nester. Tell us a little about your family. Yes, I have a husband and three children. I have a son um, who's in Florida, and he's a physician. Another son that lives next door, and he's a firefighter. And then I have a daughter who is a nurse, and they both live. Um, in, in Oregon, near me. So, and I have six grandchildren. Oh, lovely. That's wonderful. And one of the hobbies that you have is sewing, but I can see over your shoulder there a piece of quilting. So I presume you do more than just sewing, right? Um, well, quilting is sewing, but sure. yes. Yeah, I enjoy sewing. My grandmother taught me to sew when I was young and I just love doing it. And so what kind of things do you, when you're not making purses for So Powerful, what do you make? Um, I make a little bit of clothing. I've made, this is how I found out about So Powerful. I sewed American Girl doll clothes for my granddaughters when they were young. And I found Jason and Cinnamon's uh, business and was sewing from their patterns and that's how I found out about So Powerful. I saw this on the email you know, sew a purse. And I went, oh, I can sew a purse. Um, so, so I just do various things, whatever. Oh, now I've been making hospital gowns and a few masks, you know, for the communities. Excellent. Um, in your story, you say God has given you a heart for women in developing countries. How, how did that come about? Um, that came about, I, I took a trip earlier in 2016 to Nepal and I visited a, um, a home for women who'd been rescued from sex trafficking. And some of their stories just um, tore up my heart. And then later that year, I went to Sierra Leone. Uh, My daughter was volunteering as a nurse on Mercy Ships and met some of those women. And I saw my daughter's heart for uh, the women there who um, just in poverty, you know, uh, and their customs just struggle with just the culture there. Sure. Yeah. So that's kind of how that came about. So you love to sew, you have a passion to help women in developing countries, and then you discover So Powerful. Right. It kind of meshed both of my passions and just had fun making the purses. Um, And yeah, so it was just a win-win for me. I want to do things that have a purpose. I don't want to just 
so for always my own gratification, but to know I'm making a difference. So that's. When did you make your first purse for So Powerful? Do you recall? You know, I don't recall. It was probably in 2015. Okay. Um, 2014 or 2015. One of the things that resonates with you about So Powerful is the way that So Powerful creates jobs for the women in Zambia. Talk about that a little bit. Um, yes. I. Not only are we just giving to people in need, which, which meets an immediate need, but it is also employing these seamstresses and they can make a living, be able to support their families with what they make, sewing the pads and also the school uniforms um, that they're doing. And I think now they're making soap, but I just, um, that's meaningful for me. It's, it's uh, contributing to their economy and the, um, Oh, just the women's self-esteem and being able to, to send their kids to school and have the money for that. Mm -hmm. So that's important. Um, one of the other things in your story that, that you said that you, you liked about So Powerful was uh, the way Jason and Cinnamon felt called um, to do this by God. Yes. Well, yeah, my faith is very important to me. Um, so I just coming alongside someone else's Faith was important to them. I just, and then also Esther on the farm is a, uh, a Christian also. And yeah, it just was important that we were doing it in God's name and, and it was a calling for them. And it was great to come alongside them and their, their passion also. Okay, so it's 2016, you know about So Powerful, from Facebook, maybe a little bit, and maybe from the newsletter that you get um, from Jason. Um, and they announced that they were taking a trip to Lazaka, Zambia. Tell us your thought process when, when you heard about that. Well, first of all, I said, I want to go. And then I thought, oh, you know, I don't know if I'm qualified or the type of person that they want to be on the trip. I'm not a a person that's good at promoting, you know, things. Um, but Jason said, you know, it, it's, it's great. We'd love to have you, you know, you know, even if you just support us and continue making purses, that would be great. And then I thought, Oh, this, I'm going with people. I don't even know. I've never met. Um, and my husband's a great supporter of me and encouraged me and, so I applied to go and it, it worked out. At first I was to fly through um, Seattle and meet up with everybody in Dubai. But my husband said, you know, I'd really feel more comfortable if you met everybody in San Francisco. So I, I drove down to San Francisco and met up with Jason Cinnamon and, and Irene and Shirley and the others that came. So, so that made it a, a good trip and I felt comfortable with them all. Well, that, that's great. Now, you had mentioned uh, that you had uh, visited a couple of other uh, countries in Africa prior to this trip, but had you done other international travel? Um, yes. My husband and I, once the kids uh, flew the coop, we, um, we've been to Turkey and Israel and Scotland and England and, you know, Italy and several different countries 
around. Yes. So you've seen a lot of different cultures close up. Yes. Yes, right. I have. Okay. So um, you arrive from San Francisco to Dubai. I understand there's an overnight stay there, and then you yes. hop on another plane for another long trip into yeah. Lusaka, correct? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Now, you had something very interesting in your luggage, I understand. Yes. Yes. I volunteered to carry, um, it's this big metal thing called a cam snap. I mean, it works. I didn't research this before you asked me, but it's a, <laughs> it's needed to, um, to secure the, um, the pad, the, the holder that holds the pad to the panties. And so the women had been using Velcro, which can get very uncomfortable if mm -hmm. you're using that to connect your panties. So um, I was able to demonstrate how to use that cam snap so that they can use the, the snaps and make it more comfortable for the girls. So. Was there any question about this in airport security, what this big metal thing is in your suitcase? Um, no, it went oh. through. Well, yeah. good. Yay. No problem at all. <laughs> Well, that's, that's wonderful. Okay, so you get to Lusaka, and what is your impression of that city? Well, when we were first driving in from the airport, after having been to Sierra Leone, which is another uh, very poor country, um, it looked amazing to me. It had beautiful streets, and we drove by the capital, and I thought, wow, this is a nice African country. Mm -hmm. So I was impressed. Um, okay, so you spent the first night in Zambia, in Lusaka, right. and the next morning, your bus driver named uh, Jeffrey? Jeffrey, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, came and got you and took you over to the Nambe compound. What were your first impressions there? Well, it was a very stark contrast between the main part of the city we saw when we came in to this slum area where the streets were full of potholes, Sometimes the bus was leaning quite a bit going through the potholes, but Jeffrey was a great driver. It's a very stark uh, difference. Kids just, little kids just wandering the streets. And then, of course, we drove by the ravine where they dumped the garbage. And, you know, so it was just a stark difference. Um, yeah. You said that there's a lot of, of children that you saw. You relate that to the AIDS epidemic? How... how um, that work? Yes, we mainly saw very young people, um, probably 20s and 30s, and the children, hardly any middle-aged or older people. And I believe that's due to um, the AIDS that ravaged the country. And a lot of the girls we talked to had lost both parents or one parent. Um, through that, and I think some of the, the children are also HIV positive, mm -hmm. but yeah, that's mm -hmm. why there were no older people in town, in, in the um, slum area. So you, you get there and um, it sounds like you had a very warm greeting from Esther and the children. Yes, yes, it was, um, they just kind of lined us up and the children marched in and were singing wonderful songs. Um, that was a joy to to hear. We felt very welcomed by them. And you also helped uh, with lunch that day, is that correct? Yes. Um, lunch was this, I don't know what it was called. Um, I think it was sent in from 
somewhere, these big bags of gruel that they put together. It was probably corn and, and stuff and mixed with um, nutrients. And they got just a big cupful for lunch. And we found out sometimes this is the only meal they got that day. And then some of them even brought extra containers and they saved part of it to bring home to, for their brothers and sisters and family. So it was, it was very eye-opening. Um, we have so, so much here in the United States to choose from. We never go for want. And so it just, it just kind of breaks your heart. Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, so um, in your story, you say after lunch, uh, you start unpacking the purses that had previously been shipped over. Um, what, what was that process like? Um, well, we, um, they'd been shipped over and it came just uh, like a couple of weeks before we arrived. And so we were just, we took out all the purses and they had um, the pads that the women had been sewing, um, the pad kits and a bar of soap and a couple pair of panties that were bought locally to, mm -hmm. you know, support their um, economy. And so we just, we just stood around and kind of assembly line and, and packed the different things into the purses for the girls. Oh, that's great. And then after the purse distribution, and I understand the girls got to pick the purse that they wanted. Yes. Yes. They, um, Esther would, you know, tell which girl to come up. She'd pick the purse and then whichever one, we had all the ones we had brought that we had made. And so if they picked our purse, then, you know, we went and hugged them and had a picture taken with them. So that was mm -hmm. special. Yeah. Well, that's nice. Did the girls get one or two purses on this um, trip? They each got two purses because it's just African culture. When you bring something home, it's shared with the whole family. And so a lot of times the mother, the auntie, the older sister would, would also be using that and so Esther had suggested that I believe that we give two purses to make sure that that girl had one for herself and mm -hmm. then as they left they would pick out the second one mm -hmm. so they each had two to bring home. So I understand you had an opportunity to talk to a small group of girls um, that had gotten the purses the previous year correct? Yes. yes. Yeah and so they, they told you what those purses meant to them can you share some of those stories? Yes yes um, one of them uh, she was one that had lost both her parents and her grandmother and, she, and was staying with her grandmother. And she said, thank you so much for the purses. My, my grandmother would never be able to afford a purse as nice as this. Um, another one came in and was just in tears. And she of course said, thank you very much, you know, for the purses and that she was staying in school all day. And she says, and thank you for the soap. She says, my, my mother could not afford soap. Just mm -hmm. not. And so that was very touching. And then one other girl that, was, that really stood out, um, I think Jason asked her, you know, is there anything we can do to improve, you know, these purses and what you get? And she said, well, they don't dry fast enough. And well, why don't they dry fast enough? She says, well, she says last year, she didn't get a purse the year before. I think she had probably her period started during the year. And so she, a friend of hers was sharing her supplies with her. And then this year, of course, she got two purses. And she said she's giving one to her mother 
And then she says, so now my older sister and I will share this one. And then, and then we're going, oh, no wonder they aren't drying out fast enough. <laughs> you don't have very many pads. So um, after talking to her for a while, everyone said, we're going to give you another purse. And it was neat. Jason just said, you tell your sister to stay in school, that we love her, and just encourage her you know, to stay in school. So that was... That was a neat experience too. But Hold that thought. We're going to take a short break here. And when we get back, we're going to hear more about Kathy's trip to the Nombe compound. Have you gotten the second edition of the We Are So Powerful book? This updated version of the original bestseller, 4.9 out of 5 stars, by the way, is again authored by So Powerful co-founders Jason and Cinnamon Miles. It is available on Amazon in paperback or for your Kindle reader. This latest edition is packed full of moving stories about how So Powerful came to be, the volunteers who make it happen, and the way this small movement has grown into a global mission to break the cycle of poverty through education and the dignity of work. And don't forget, when you place your order, if you use smile.amazon.com and designate So Powerful as your preferred charity, Amazon will donate a portion of your purchase right back to So Powerful. And now back to our podcast. Welcome back. We've been talking with Kathy Simonson, and she's been regaling us with the details of the trip she made to uh, Lusaka, Zambia, where uh, she worked in the Nambe compound with other volunteers from So Powerful um, on a trip she made in 2016. Kathy, you um, continue your story, and after seeing what you saw in Nambe compound, you talk about the the way that you feel about the donations that you you make. T tell us about um, that five dollars for each purse. What? How does that work? Um, well. We were sent, we're sending in our purses, which is wonderful, and that girls appreciate them. But it also costs about five dollars to supply the soap, the panties, um, and of course help pay for the seamstresses to make it. And and well, actually pay for the flannel and the fabric that goes into the the pads. So that's why it's um, important. And so once I send in my purses, I go online and donate five dollars per purse um, to too so powerful so that's it's very important um to do that right right and it, i mean it, it's covering materials and salaries sure. i mean that's sure. that's amazing but when you think about it on a per purse basis that makes it pretty doable for us when the girls get the purse i understand that they also make a pledge can you tell us about that and did you witness that yes yes i did um esther talked to the girls um, we didn't understand it all. Sometimes it was in their, their local language, but she was um, telling them, of course, how to use the pads. And then the girls had to, to promise that they would not miss school during their monthly period. And, you know, as we talked to the girls, when we interviewed them, they all said, no, I have not missed school. I, I make sure I stay in school. And what is your understanding um, of what happens when the girls um, don't have these supplies and they miss school and get behind? What, what, what's their fate? Um, their fate, they are not able to pass their exams because they miss a lot of school. And so they're 
unable to go on to secondary school. And that leaves them open to have um, children early, even, you know, not being married um, and also married early and, and then just staying in that poverty cycle. There's mm -hmm. just no hope of getting out of it. Right. So that's it, why it's so important. I think it's so amazing to think that a purse with reusable sanitary pads, mm -hmm. a bar of soap and underwear can affect a, not only the girl, but her family and her future so dramatically. Definitely, definitely, yeah. yeah. Um, when you were in uh, Zambia, you also had a, a chance to travel, um, I think it, I understand it's about 10 or 20 miles over to the Three Esters Farm. Yes, yes, we Tell did. us about the farm. Um, it was just kind of getting started when we, we arrived and we met the, the caretaker and his family. Um, they had just um, planted, I can't remember what the crop was, but, and they were um, at that time hand watering everything. They had a pump with a well and they would just fill the bucket and, and water the plants. And then um, we stopped at a nursery on the way and bought fruit trees. And so enough that we each got to plant one fruit tree and, and water it. So it was, um, it was just a neat experience to see how this would help feed the children in the future. Mm -hmm. um, and I just saw a recent video where they planted banana trees and mm -hmm. we're excited about that. So it, it's coming along. I think it's a, it's a work in progress, but it, it's a great, yeah, it's a great um, addition to the project. And how exciting to think that the children at the, the school are going to be able to add fruit to their lunch versus yes. just the, the porridge type meal that, that you witnessed De definitely, there. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, so w one of the words that you use in your story is the word alongside. And um, I, I think it's a really important word because it's the way that So Powerful operates and um, you have a great perspective on that. Can you share it with us please, Kathy? Um, yes, um, it was very important to me that the, the vision for this was local, was from a local woman, Esther, and um, she had a, a, a vision to start a school because these kids weren't even going to school. And that's when I think Jason and Cinnamon uh, were able to visit her. And she said, well, you know, what we'd like to do is, is hire some women and and help them. And then it's, it's all about us as Americans or all over the world coming alongside a local person's dream who has, who knows the culture, knows what the needs are. And, and we're just helping them. We're not coming in with our own ideas and saying this is what you need. So that was very, very important to me that, that, that it came from the locals uh, vision because they know their culture and how it works. Um, and so Esther started the school, but she also started a clinic. Um, do you know about that? Um, yeah, just a little. We visited the clinic and at that time um, it was open two days a week with a government um, nurse and one day a week was 
the women could come and get uh, contraceptives. And I think we were told that the women sometimes had to do it secretly. They would get the like Depo-Provera shots because some of the husbands, that was kind of their, they wanted a lot of children. So that would be something not acceptable. And then the other day was um, the, where the children and those dealing with HIV AIDS could come and get their medication or, you know, the children had other sicknesses or whatever. Mm -hmm, so, mm -hmm, yeah. Well, and um, since you've been there, the um, area has, has grown. There's a building that's under construction that will include a bigger clinic, expanded area for the seamstresses. And then the seamstresses move out of the school, which gives more room for the children in the school. I believe they're going to use that room for a library that the school oh, nice. yeah. hadn't had before. So, um, anyway, well, Kathy, I want to thank you very much for your time and your insights and, and just painting the picture of what you saw when you were on your trip to Zambia. It was just really delightful to talk with you today. Well, you're welcome, Jan. It was a delight and my pleasure to, to talk to you too. All right. Well, we'll talk to you soon. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. If what you've heard today inspires you to want to make a difference, I urge you to explore the So Powerful website at www.sopowerful.org. That's S-E-W-P-O-W-E-R-F-U-L dot O-R-G. The website has great information about the organization. It's where you can download the free purse patterns or even make a donation. We hope you will join us again next week when we bring you another So Powerful story. Thanks for listening. Now go out and have a So Powerful day.